0: Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host Joe Zier, Jr., and with me is my co-host Ryan Greening. How's it going tonight, Ryan?
1: A spit hot fire, Joe. Yeah, not not <laughs> not really though. How you doing?
0: Fairly well. Um,
1: little Doesn't bit. Sound like it,
0: dude. I, I the day that Saturday was. I I'm trying to get over it. I know I'm an asshole for holding on to it for so long, but dude, I can't help it.
1: Nobody knows what you're talking about.
0: All right. I raced at the Toy Box on Saturday. Usually a great time. There were 81 entries. woo Great. Fantastic. <sighs> Part of the problem is... He ran classes shorter so the track was less busy. So we wasted about two, two and a half hours because we were running three and four car heats when we could have put eight. If you run eight in a main, you should run eight in a qualifier on a day that busy. I get what he was doing. That's what you do when you don't have a lot of entries is split up the heats like that. So not only did we have extra heats they were looking for volunteer marshals constantly.
1: Right. So yeah that is that is the unholy bad part about running small heats. It is. And then
0: I unfortunately got mad at a marsh a couple marshals that were not children but they were sportsmen they were older gentlemen though but i look back it's like i shouldn't have got mad at them at all it really is not their fault
1: but nope, you whose fault is it it's
0: mine for crashing <laughs> but also <laughs>
1: what what happened get paint me a picture here
0: you shouldn't have sportsmen marshaling one of your premier classes four-wheel and two-wheel stock buggy are the premier classes at the toy box for sure. Okay. So I had about 21 seconds of mistakes in that main. If you take out marshalling error, it would have been about 10 or 11. Does Does that make sense? Yep. But they were sportsman marshals. I was more mad at the whole situation. I just got so upset. And then I got done marshalling him. Before the Truggy main, I went outside and literally shadow boxed for about five minutes just to try to calm down. I was that upset.
1: <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> truggy uh... main was fun. And that was full of action. I felt bad. Um, I kept taking out. Oh, I got to get the guy's name up. He's a cool dude. He, he runs a farmer truck body. Um, I had it earlier. But anyways, I'll get his name in a second. I In the beginning of the race, I kept tangling with him. Like, I'm faster in a going into a corner and he's faster coming out. And I just kept hitting him. So I had to wait. You know, you hit him, you got to wait. So Pete's is done and KP took off. And I'm like, well, I could still fight for a third because Ben Sovacool broke pretty early. Um, then what happened was KP popped a ball cup, and that allowed me to catch back up, and we battled it out for second. And that was a really fun battle. <laughs> KP has been racing a lot. He's only been racing about a year, but he's been racing a lot. and he's, How's it going for him? He's come a long way. That's Cool. Yes, for sure. John Martin. That's who I hit a bunch. And it wasn't his fault at all. I just went into the corners a little too hot and just kept tagging into him. Sure. I felt bad about it. I really did. But then he was catching up towards the end there too. So are you familiar with the toy boxes layout?
1: Yeah, because they haven't they haven't changed it quite yet, right?
0: No, they're changing it next week. Right. So yep. Keith, uh, pizza's done is almost down to the 12 seconds in the lap times. Okay. Just psychotic. (laughs) He's really good with that mini Truggy. Anywho, so that, that was just my frustration. It's just the day took way too long and the heat should be ordered a little different. Uh, I mean, maybe have pro four Marshall stock buggy or pro two just not a sportsman class yeah does that make sense
1: yeah that i mean that's how you want it to go right but yeah um yeah when it comes to shuffling classes around and trying to sort out back-to-backs and you know how it goes i do but man i mean we're
0: i i just i said my piece on it and it is what it is, but I do have an honorable mention because he got a new buggy and it really uh, worked out well for him. He ain't raced race main because it was so late, but Jesse Schultz got a B6.1 and was almost, he was on pace, like immediately. He just made bobbles and had to okay. bump up to the A. I don't think I've met him. Jesse Schultz, you would know him. He's a good guy. He's always there. He's always at Rick's Hobby Farm. So. Hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah. Anywho. So. I have to do some Facebook stalking. I yeah. don't know who this Jesse Schultz is.
0: Yeah. So, are you going to the trophy race at the five ten next weekend?
1: I will not be. You know, I had probably three weeks to a month ago. I borrowed a part out of my truggy to somebody that had a techno four-wheel drive buggy right and i haven't even put that part back in so that's where i'm at with rc racing (laughs) motivation right
0: now you just don't feel like it
1: i don't but i'm still it's weird i'm still into it um you know i'm still messaging with my racing buddies finding out where they've been going what they've been doing um keeping up with you know what Seth's up to right right but yeah as far as going racing myself I don't know stuff's been coming up and then I've I've been I've been sticking closer to home on my days off too
0: yeah I understand that I mean life gets busy
1: life gets busy and also I I'm working very little right now so I'm trying to okay limit the spending on the hobbies my my wife and i did a couples race at pro Kart indoors How last weekend and spent some decent money and had a ton of fun and so now I'll try to lock it up for a few weeks again pro Karts is a lot of fun oh yeah That's and a- if you if you've never done a buddy race there or a, a team race as they call it it is it's the it's the best bang for your buck that you can get there it's it's an absolute blast most of a lot of the the regulars down there are also dirt bikers or just motocross enthusiasts, fans, if you will. Yes. And they usually do a viewing party of the Supercross races that coincides with their event, so that's kind of an extra incentive for me to get down there. But yeah, had a blast. My my former union steward at Pepsi, he actually puts those races on because his brother is uh, part owner of ProCard Indoors in Burnsville. Okay.
0: So, um, so, yeah. We used to do that as an RC group.
1: Oh, that would have been that. See, I mean, that's totally the group of people that you can go with and just have a blast there, right?
0: Yeah. I want to say is, like, we we rented the track, and it was about 100 bucks a person. We got about 13 people, and we ran full qualifiers and mains. Cool. Like we rate, like, I think the qualifiers were timed, but the mains were an actual race. So that was back. We, we did that a few times and it was so much fun. <laughs> I'm kind of sad. We st- don't do it anymore, but it's like half of the group doesn't race anymore. And the other half, they're so busy racing that they don't have time to do it. Right. And I'm busy with everybody's busy with other things, but ProCart's the one place where you can go spend a hundred to 150 bucks and not feel bad about it later.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: good um, times. Should I? Uh, should we look at some Snowbird
1: results here? Oh, definitely. And for those that don't know what the race is, tell us a little bit about it. Hmm.
0: The Snowbirds is one of the biggest on-road and oval events held every year at a florida hotel in orlando i forget which one i believe the road course is if i'm off i'm off by an hour i believe the road course is 5 a.m to 5 p.m and the oval is 5 p.m to 5 (laughs) a.m okay josh cyril is known for running like i want to say he's ran up to like seven or eight classes at the snowbirds and just didn't sleep Oh my gosh! Yeah, right. He he ran like three or four oval classes and three or four road classes and won most of them. Good grief, that's hardcore. That was back in the day, though. I think that was even before he had kids. Um, but anyway, so we'll start out. We'll do twelve scale because I don't know who ran what for sedans. Actually, I think you know. I'll check out USGT. Andrew Mowry won one of these classes, but in GT12, Rick Falsticker took third, and Charlie Menard took fourth, and Jess Isaacson took sixth.
1: Nice. Nice Midwest showing.
0: Yes. Um, yeah, GT12, if I do 12 scale, that's going to be what I'm going to do, I think. Um, you take
1: out that, the motor game and the body game. That's cool that like for the for the road course guys that they're done by 5 that that's got to allow you to at least go out and have a decent dinner with your racing friends, huh? Oh yeah, but it's got to suck for the oval guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cuz they get a ton of oval guys also, but they know the deal.
1: Um and that's that's carpet oval. That's that's the kind of yes. thing you'll find at like uh What is it, MCOR, Minnesota Carpet Oval Racing?
0: Yep, that's what they do at MMR.
1: Run by Adam
0: Radiski, right? Right, right. Um, Let's see here. The GTP stock, Can-Am A-Main. That's your standard 12 scale with Can-Am motors. John Wieda won that one. Nice. Um, He's... He's won Roar Nationals. He's won Snowbirds. I mean, the dude's fast. Kevin Van Ert, A.K.A. Jabber, took fourth. Rick Falsticker took sixth. Andrew Mowry, ninth, and Scott Jakes took tenth.
1: And let's see what else do we got here. I want to you just—you just turned on a huge light bulb in my head. I had no idea that. Vanner and Jabber were the same person. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard so many Jabber stories, and I've seen so many awesome results from Kevin Vanner just from scouring results pages over the last few years and had no idea they were the same person.
0: He's a very fast off-road racer, but an elite on-road racer. Nice. All right, USGT. Andrew Mowry took the W in that one. Whoop, whoop. Scott Jakes took fourth. Scott isn't local, but he's in Minnesota enough. <laughs> it's one of those things. So, anyways, that's all I basically get. I mean, I know Minnesota guys did more, but, God, there's so many classes. <laughs>
1: that's awesome. I'm I'm super proud of those
0: guys. We got such a fast group in the Midwest. It is awesome. I dig it. Um, So, let's see here. Should we get into some some RCGP news? Yeah. First dun, up, dun, dun. They're coming out with an awesome docu-series.
1: I don't oh, know, you were going with the positive stuff first. <laughs> going with the positive stuff first. <laughs> that promo video is awesome that that promo video is off the charts on how exciting rc can be it literally raised my pulse
0: watching it it's like <laughs> wow but then no rcgp in 2020
1: yeah gosh that's a bummer i don't I, know why. I'm not I, I, I figured it there'd be like a small uptick i figured in the second year a couple more teams would sign on and then I was looking for like an explosion in year three, right?
0: Yep. Well, Keenan but- was talking on Keenan has an RCGP podcast, but that's just too much. I can't listen to it. But the answer is on the RCGP podcast. The starting grid—I think it's the starting grid. I just, dude, I listen to too many podcasts as it is. I can't add another one.
1: Oh, I'm with you. Um, yeah. Yeah, it sounded like they were going to try to take a hiatus and come back strong with a full effort in 2021. You know how that goes though, right? Yeah. Like yeah. how many times have have people said, "Oh, we you know, we just need to take a year off and we'll be back." So we don't really know. I if, hope if they're going to come back rolling on 2021, but we all hope, right? I hope because it was so fun.
0: The racing hope. was fun.
1: Hopefully their docu-series is even half as exciting as the preview for it is. And, you know, maybe somebody, some people will maybe be able to see past their JQ bias and actually get on board behind this, this awesome idea that I have no idea how it took so long for something like this to actually happen in RC. That this is how they do it in every other legitimate form of racing. Right. So... Come on, people. Get on board. Well, here's the is, deal. It's, it's such a better idea than than the huge money grab races, you know? And, and one race every two years to determine your world champion. That should still happen, by the way. Yes. Mountain bike racing does a really good job of separating the two. They have a world championships once per year. Right. You, you are the world champion, and then they have a world overall champion, so a points champion as well. Yep. Because I think, I think it is a cool distinction. It is cool to be super, super fast for one event, and it's also neat to see who's in the hunt race by race by race.
0: Correct. I think they did that with BMX back in the day with all the nationals they had every week.
1: Well, yeah. There's a. I mean, there's still in BMX they still vie for national number one and you know national age group and all of that. All of that is accumulated throughout the year and and culminates at the Grand Nationals. So Correct. they're still doing that. Their pros do it too. The you know, whether yeah. it whether they're racing the U S A BMX series or on um, the, the larger global scale, they've got the, the BMX Supercross series. Right, right. Dude I Yeah been watching everybody it. else does it. Why, I've been watching, why don't we?
0: I don't know. I've been watching so many old Gary Ellis videos lately on YouTube. <laughs> What's been making you do that? Because I found that old BMX bike that looked exactly like mine, that White Powder Robinson that I posted. Yeah. And ever since then, I've just been going down a rabbit hole of late 80s to late 90s BMX.
1: Yeah. Did Great. you run into any Randy Stumpfouser? footage that was my that was my guy
0: i i know uh, randy who did he ride for
1: well what i remember him most at was elf when when he was making a name for himself like coming up through a pro he was a factory elf rider and i i made a i made a clock out of him in like eighth grade and uh obviously that stuck with me for several years after that as far as who he raced for in double a i i have no idea i I'd, i was out of it by that point
0: right right oh gary ellis was my guy because he was a easy guy to root for he was the lebron james of bmx and he quit yeah. on top that that rarely
1: happens at an old age too
0: yeah he was like he was he was damn near 40
1: i want to say when
0: dude yeah, and he wore those old man he didn't even wear goggles, he just wore old man glasses with an open face helmet.
1: <laughs> yep. He had a I think if I remember right, he had like a mustache goatee combo yeah. when nobody was running that look. Kind of long hair,
0: almost a mullet.
1: Yeah. Anyways.
0: Sorry that's off on a tangent. Yeah, I hope I really hope they defy the odds and come back strong.
1: Yeah, I hope so too. i but they need some support. Some some of them companies, I, I'd, there's got to be some funding that they can pull from some events that really don't matter and get in behind something that actually does matter.
0: Well, I'll tell you this much. Ryan Lutz and the RCGP did more online for just getting new eyes on the hobby or sport, whatever the fuck you want to call it, They did more than 5150. They did more than live. They did more than anybody else. Them two. Well, RCGP as a whole and Ryan Lutz. They did more than anybody tenfold. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Lutz has a couple million views. RCGP has a couple million views altogether. You know, you what do you think?
1: At, what do you think caused that? Because I mean, it's not like Fifty One Fifty doesn't put out an amazing product. They 5150
0: do. Fifty videos are amazing. I don't know, man. Because new people don't, new people don't get the politics and the dick riding in those videos. Which I don't mind it. I mean, it, they're still great videos. I love it. But that has been brought up as an issue. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I mean, they get like, I looked at the past couple as like 19,000 views, 30,000 views, all that, which isn't anything to sneeze at, but it's not great. Yes. Yeah. Should be better, I think, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, more postponements. The Lozy 22X was postponed until March The same day they announced it being postponed, Proline came out with their new body for it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Any details on that?
0: No, uh, something was wrong with the kit. Sure. um, They have to probably break open every box and add a little part or change a little part. Sure. going to take months to do.
1: Bummer, because, I mean, wow, people were teed up and ready to lay down money on that thing but i mean how many people are buying 10th scale four-wheel drives in march i don't not many but it's an amazing car oh yeah i think people oh still my buying. gosh if i still had my backdoor hookup at horizon yeah i'd be right back into that stupid class i i agree i agree um
0: so hey real quick announcement there was a Yokomo DTM three that went missing at the toy box on Saturday. That Ooh. is not good. Yikes. I don't know if it I don't know if it was misplaced because there's a lot of places to misplace stuff at the toy box. Like uh Anthony Z. Stratton brought a big box of tires for Joe three and I accidentally left it on an upper shelf. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Yep. So but I guarantee they looked all over that place and couldn't find it. Oh, man, that sucks. It does. You know, I really hope that it was a mistake. But what are your thoughts? I don't think it was a mistake. What's your gut feeling? It's not a mistake. Somebody straight up stole it. Nobody accidentally grabs an extra RC car. Right. You can grab the wrong RC car. I've done that. (laughs) <laughs> I've done that to where it's like I'm pit next to a dude I forget who I did this with this was quite a while ago but we had I want to say was it with the Lundahl because we both had triple X T MF2's Matt Francis 2's and the electronics were the exact same layout and I think I just accidentally grabbed his and left mine there
1: whoopsies
0: yeah But I left mine there. It's like I called him immediately once I realized my mistake, and it's like, okay, this happened. (laughs) We had a good laugh about it, and that was it. Dude, there were a lot of different faces there on Saturday, and there were a lot of people there that weren't racing. I really hope the buggy was misplaced. I really hope they find it, because that is a group that, as frustrated as I was on Saturday with everything, that is a great group of racers, totally. I don't want anything like that to happen there. They're finally getting successful. Remember last winter when it was like 20 or 30 entries a race? I don't know. What are your thoughts on it? Nope. Oh, he just dropped. You there? Hello? Let me pause this and I'll get him back. All right, we're back. Meanwhile, <laughs> back dropped. at
1: the podcast. I, I I
0: asked I was asking what your thoughts were behind it and then your phone dropped out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh the situation with the car? Yes. Yeah, gut feeling is a bad one, so yeah. Like you, I hope I'm wrong.
0: Yeah, right, right. And I tried pulling up the their Facebook page to see if there is anything new on it, but Facebook is being crappy. So anyways.
1: I wish I knew whose it was. Oh, you didn't even know that. I thought maybe you were just keeping it on the DL.
0: No, they just posted on the toy boxes Facebook page. Um <laughs> Yeah, it just says two wheel. Will- a two-wheel drive Yokomo DTM 3.0 buggy. It's in a dark blue bag from Proline. So, and there's, you know, saying if you did do this, keep it anonymous and will all will be forgiven and whatnot. But, yeah, hopefully somebody who knows something hears this if they're not on Facebook anyways yeah. um some good news there's a five ten trophy race coming up next week it's their Valentine's Day race you February eighth I'll be there you, you ain't getting you don't feel you're not you don't have the motivation which I understand um yeah it should be a decent turnout. Uh, the new layout looks like a lot of fun it looks really oh man does
1: it ever yeah it's definitely not for lack of uh I don't even know how to put it it's like I want to go but I don't want to go do you know yeah do you understand that feeling
0: well you could run your buggy
1: yeah oh it's not about putting the truggy back together that was just kind of a that's just an example of what is not going on in my rc life right you know, and like I like I said to you in private, you know, I had the the idea to make a tribute card of Brian Kinwald, and right. you know, the the moment has definitely passed because all of the parts that I acquired have been sitting in a box for I don't even know if it's been a year already or how long it's been, but it's been, but be pretty it's been to too long.
0: Yeah, so. It, yeah, I've so I have a jiu jitsu tournament coming up. And I'm trying to go down a weight class. So I've been sitting in the basement wrenching on projects that have been sitting here for a year waiting to be wrenched on.
1: What would that put you down to like 145? 155. Okay, because it's day of
0: weigh in, so I really don't cut. Oh, yeah. So I'm trying to do my problem is, is I snack after work. So after work, I just run down to the RC room and start wrenching. Sure. But my Mugen buggy is all cleaned up. I just got to do the shocks, and that thing will be ready to sell. Cool. And what I'm going to do with that cash is I'm going to use the money to get the Airbnb for the Omaha race in April for Senior, Joe 3, and myself.
1: Cool. Anybody else that you know of planning to hit that race?
0: People are talking about it. But a lot of people last year talked about it, and they signed up, but they didn't show up right It's like it's cool to talk about it, but don't sign up if you don't go you're you're just wasting alex's time definitely like there were a few but i I get it kind of but anyways um yeah you you should figure out you you should force yourself give yourself a reason to wrench for an hour a day on something. Right. You know, I hate making myself come to the basement and wrench, but once I'm in there and working, I love it.
1: I'm thinking of selling some stuff to treat me to a, a nitro buggy chassis. And I I don't even know if I'll get around to racing it this year, maybe once or twice. And maybe I get out to practice with it four or five times but as long as i actually have it and it's there and i can use it when i want to yeah just don't sell it this time yeah that's the thing i have to quit doing right i put together a nitro program and then liquidated i've done it twice so you know what
0: you've done an excellent job holding on to your mini truggy you should take that mentality
1: well i i That one's just so easy because it's so damn fun to drive.
0: You charge a pack and it works. Yeah. I understand. A few more things here. Proline came out with the new hole shot 2.0, or 3.0, excuse me. I don't know why.
1: Yeah, that's, I was going to ask you. (laughs) Uh, And we don't, I don't know if, I mean, Sean Van Dalen probably still has some insight, but they... You know, as a family they're not a, a pro line team anymore, no. so I didn't reach out to him, but but probably probably should have because he probably knows. It's a ten scale tire. And right. I'm
0: sure an A scale tire is soon to but
1: why? <laughs> I don't know. Probably so they you know, most of those tires are selling those whole shots are selling for fifteen bucks still. Yeah. probably gotta get something out there so you can charge twenty, right?
0: But there's a funny uh, See, it's not the standard M3 dot that was on that tire too. I wonder if it's gonna be an S3. Okay. I don't know, man. The whole situation. I I, I wouldn't
1: weird. be looking for a longer wearing tire than the whole shot M3. That's for sure. The whole S3 shot would 0. be longer wearing. What's up? The S3 would be a longer wear. That's what I'm saying. I I would not be looking for that. But that, there, most of the times when I went to wheel brokers to race the M3. Was too hard of a tire,
0: yeah. Sometimes it depends, but yeah, there were times where it was so hot we ended up on Orange J concepts, those are like rock hard.
1: Oh, yeah, yep,
0: yeah. See, I'm looking for a why they ain't give us a why, <laughs> they just say the classic uh. hole shot now available in 3.0 for 2.2 buggy tires.
1: Probably just so they can arouse some of the old timers. That's what RC used to be. That's what it's supposed to be. But like, you know, when
0: Rona comes out with like his T3 and B3 body, he he goes, because I wanted to. Right. And he might have seen a market in the old school RC group. And he's just like, yeah, this is what I want to do. I bet he sells enough tires to where he can have those little pet projects. But, yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, hey, did you hear Randy anger on the, I believe it was the Voice RC podcast? No, but you did,
1: right? It was good. Randy's good. Good. I'd, I would expect that. He's an intelligent dude. The guy after was not good.
0: <laughs> I had, and his wife was yelling at him in the background. It's like, Oh my God, F off. <laughs> um, but,
1: but the, the main tell host, me about this, this podcast. I've never heard of it. It's
0: just like a Southern RC podcast. They're talking okay. about the Southern indoor championships.
1: Cool. Where
0: Randy should have won it, but I guess he got tangled up with traffic. Oh, he didn't end up winning that overall, huh? No, he won Bummer. one. It was a double main. He won one of the mains by 20 seconds. Yeah. In the second main, he ended up third because he got hung up in traffic. Oh, man. I know. He's, but yeah, he's uh,
1: always an awesome driver. Uh, yep. It sounds like he's down south for good. He is back down there again. He's been moving a lot the last couple of years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of up and down, up and down. Right, right. Um,
0: There is no Reedy Touring Car Race, which doesn't come as a surprise because, you know, AE quit the on-road game. Right. But it still attracted a lot of people. Did it? Yeah. It attract, attracted about 150 entries.
1: And it, was it always on, on asphalt? I
0: never paid that much attention. Or usually, or? Usually, yes.
1: How many people race 10th scale on asphalt? I'm, I'm asking as a serious question, not, not being sarcastic or anything. Are
0: you talking nitro or nitro and electric, or just electric? Well, just 10th scale in general. It's a niche of a niche. Right. It, It It's fun dude it's i mean you gotta live in the south
1: what do you use for tires in 10 scale on road on asphalt they're
0: probably using rubber now but back in the day there was a pave foam a pavement foam
1: that was really good would you treat it like treat the tire with something so it was sticky or so not
0: when i raced but what was it it was i want to say it was a 2011 Worlds, um, they were running a scale on you know the F1 of RC, mm-hmm. and nobody was nobody used traction compound ever. Well, one guy did, and you're, av- it, it's literally would be like me, tqing around at the worlds. <laughs> okay. And everybody was like, oh, what the hell, and the guy was making his tires really small, and he was using traction compound. <laughs> so that opened up that whole can of worms, so now everybody is using traction compound because you just, back in the day, you just treated the track with sugar water, VHT, or whatever. Yeah. I like sugar water. It came in
1: faster, but it was a little bit looser. Sure. Like the VHT... Th- Go I ahead. thought about... I thought about pavement on road this week and I was at the international motorcycle show. How did that go? It, it's cool. It, it wasn't what I remembered, but what I remembered was being nine years old and watching Doug DeMocos, who was the, the wheelie King. Yes. And so he was basically the evil Knievel of, of wheelie stunts. Um, kind of an innovator really ahead of his time and that made that event super, super fun. But anyway, there was some really talented, uh, super bike riders and in their area, it looked like, you know, it looked like basically they opened up a, a two liter of Pepsi and sprayed it around on, the oh. on the concrete. Yep. So. yep.
0: I went, I want to say I went four years ago with Joe three, Joe three was four and they were doing the similar stunt show cool it was fun, but it 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 was missing
1: something it it wasn't great yeah i i did enjoy just getting around and you know i haven't um i i used to work for a couple years i sold harley parts (laughs) i didn't not a harley person i know nothing nothing against them or anything it was just a job it it was fun i worked with some really neat people and and whatnot but i'm not current on road motorcycles anymore i used to ride one for many years kind of got spooked don't do it any anymore um god motorcycles are awesome they are they are so cool and the problem is that they know it now so they're ridiculously expensive and there's no matter how you feel about it there's all kinds of cool electric stuff coming out now too so there is
0: and that's where i might get into it i don't i don't know before i lost before i got into jiu-jitsu i needed something and mm-hmm. it was either going to be a motorcycle or jiu-jitsu. I chose jiu-jitsu in my Good want. Good choice.
1: In my because want. Because otherwise you'd be one of those guys riding around on a motorcycle with your butt crack hanging out. I would be. And I'd be
0: going <laughs> way too fast and being way too reckless. Yeah. But it's uh, I had that want and it went away when I started jiu-jitsu. But I was looking at bikes back in 2014, 15, 16, around there. And it's like a beginner bike is like 7,500 bucks if you went yes. new.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's t- it's tough to, to play with big boy toys these days. Snowmobiles are outrageous side by sides. It's like, that's one of those things. It's, it's like when I'm driving around my neighborhood here in Woodbury and I'm looking at all of my neighbor's houses And I'm wondering, what the heck do these people do for a living? They go in debt. They go into heavy, heavy debt. That's what they do for a living. Like, (laughs) well, they got damn nice houses
0: to show for it. My wife and I, we bought our house a little over ten years ago, and we could have moved into triple the house. But you know what? I like the life we live. Smart. We don't need a super huge house.
1: We can yep. add on to this one. Yep. And you get to do super cool hobbies. Right. So.
0: Right. I mean we bought our house for a hundred and fifteen thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, nice.
0: Everybody else can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> and and they are.
1: Yeah. Um crap my Hey, speaking just... of Reedy races, the Reedy Race of Champions happened. It did. O C R C. Holy
0: crap, the Iowa Midwest guys that finished the top of the open classes was crazy
1: i gotta admit wasn't paying attention to open kind of only care about the pros in that race so tell me tell me what happened
0: i forget who won it now
1: (laughs) was it reindeer neck
0: i don't think so i want to say it was a horn okay i don't remember um but the winner of each class gets to be in the invite and which they need because uh they didn't have a full invite class this year.
1: Okay. Uh, so yeah, Mayfield. Mayfield's the man.
0: Yeah, he is. I'm sorry, I'm trying to look at results and I can't find them. Dang it.
1: Well it's it's a different it's a whole different event in live time. It is. They they separate the The pro results from the amateur results. They do. Hold on.
0: I I just remembered I was on the, so switch tracks. Sorry, guys. I suck because I'm usually not the one looking at results. (laughs) Um, Tracks. Reedy. Reedy Race of Champions. That was Invitational. So this was. Sorry. Bear with me. There's me.
1: one There's one thing that I wish they would add to redo results, and I wish they would put average starting position mm-hmm. in there. After every single name, I would like to see, you know, Ryan Mayfield, maybe he had an average starting position of 4.2, and Spencer Rivkin, whatever. That's That would be interesting to me just because of the way that this event is formatted – a guy can get kind of dicked over by starting 10th four different times. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For sure. So that would be interesting to me if they would add that. to re- it. Obviously, it would not change the overall scores at all. It's just a curious piece of information for me.
0: The open went away. Hold on. Let me see if I view results from other events. There's the open. Man, this is tough. Sorry, guys. They make this tough. Final standings. So top three in the pros, Cavalleri got on the box. That is impressive.
1: How about it? Oh the
0: son of a bitch. I hit I hit the final standings and it says it's gone. It's gone.
1: <laughs> Brock Brock Champlin finished fifth, ahead of Ty Tessman, Jared Tebow, Dustin Evans, a tenth scale specialist. Yep. Lee Martin, he didn't have much of a run.
0: So it looks like Aiden Horn won the open. Austin Horn second. Uh, coming in fourth was Mason Fuller. Third was Tom Rinder. I don't want to say that. Van- I say
1: Rinderneck, but I have no idea if yep. it's Vanderbeek
0: I... was in six. So um, let's see here. Let's see four wheel. This is only giving us. It won't give me final. Ugh. Rinderneck, one, four-wheel, Aiden Horn second, Mason Fuller again fourth, uh, Vanderbeek fifth. So a lot of Midwest guys. Sorry about that, guy, dude. The I can't believe they took away the final results already. <laughs> Anywho, what other notes? Oh, so guys, I have dates. Do we now? For the MNRC, but I really want to stress something to everybody. So there was damage done at the Moto Dome. There was some decoration, some cow decoration with some handlebars on it. Somebody ripped the handlebars off. Do you, have you been to the Moto Dome? Yeah, several times Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know what it is
1: No, I've never seen that
0: I've never seen it either But somebody did it I don't think it was somebody from the RC group That place is wide open 24-7 Could have been anybody But guess what guys We got the blame for it So if it was an RC guy Don't ever show up ever again I don't care. I don't care who you are. Do not show up if you are responsible for that because the MNRC had to pay for it. I'm not going to say the amount, but we paid for the damages to where we could have a racer again. So that's where the delay was. Um,
1: Well, that sucks having to eat that for somebody else's bad choices. Right.
0: So the moto, I, I announced the middle dates on the previous podcast but the Motodome dates are May 16th and 17th and October 17th and 18th.
1: All right. So, so does ge- that make it a seven round series? Six. Okay.
0: We're doing May instead of April.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yep. It,
0: it's just I don't think it, dude, I I don't think it was a racer. I really don't.
1: But no, no real way of knowing.
0: I know, and I have to say it. it's a bummer. So many bummers tonight. <laughs> um, a couple more. AE came out with the new drag car that is the type of drag car I was looking to build. Nice. Well, you know, it's the kind where you take them out on the street and race your friends.:
1: Yep, exactly.
0: And that's exactly what you that's exactly what I'd be looking to do.
1: Would you get two and do them with Joe three or what's the, what's I, your motivation there? What are you thinking?
0: If I were to do it, I'd get at least two and just do it on my street. Joe three, my neighbor. I doubt Jackie. Jackie's not into racing, but I try. Yeah. Um, yeah. I believe it's called the D 10. Um, it was made. Tim Smith helped with it, along with uh, a few of his other buddies. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, Pro 2 Hobby, which was formerly Trevor's Toy Box, is now Yak Hobby on eBay. Just for people to keep their eyes out. (laughs) I can't even keep up. I can't either. I don't know why they're changing so much now. Something must have happened. Um. One more quick thing before we get into questions. People are commenting under JQ's videos of him crushing Durango's. I don't know what happened with JQ and Durango. But I I think there was some threat of litigation to JQ or something like that from Hob- I think it was because of the uh had something to do with the energy drink was too close to Arma RC. But anyways, there's something to do with Durango that JQ hates him. Hmm. Durango's no longer an RC car company. So what he did, I believe it was last year, was he said, if you send me a car, I'll I'll give you anywhere between $100 to $200 off of a JQ car. And so he paid for all these cars, and people got brand new JQ Black Editions. Well, anyways, he fixed up and ebayed most of the cars, the MP9s and the MBX7Rs and the AEs, but he kept the Durangos. And we're all like, what the hell is he going to do with the Durangos? Well, with one or two of them, he took the tracks big steamroller over them, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> but then you have the Bitches. And that's what they are. The bitches. Well, you could have given that to a and unfortunate kid. You could have given that to somebody who you want to get into A-scale racing. You know, but they don't have a lot of money.
1: Yeah, he could have, but it's his property, so it's his choice.
0: It's his property, but why would you do that to somebody? Here's a car that was a piece of shit. <laughs> to begin with And then no available parts That's like giving a ho- Hungry and thirsty homeless person Pickle brine <laughs> I mean are you that big of an asshole? No hmm.
1: But people are just
0: Bitching on there And it's like dude
1: No it's. Uh, you it's, think it's just because it's him?
0: Yes I 100% think that
1: It's yeah. unfortunate that you know he, whether he wants to keep this up or not, he he did kind of cultivate this us versus him culture he's got going on with the, you know all the butt hurt people that don't like him. I have a theory. I
0: and I could be wrong on this, and I'm sure I'll hear from Keenan.
1: Well, that's that's these are opinions, people. but, but,
0: but which is fine. I like hearing from Keenan when Keenan. PMs me about my show laughing his ass off. That makes my day. I have a theory that when sales are a little slow for a week, JQ makes a post. Something to piss somebody off. And then guess what? I bet you sales go up. I bet you they do.
1: I I I have no opinion on the matter.
0: Or... He likes to self-destruct, and when things are going too well, he likes to self-destruct. That is also a possibility, but I'm going to choose the former. I think it's a sale. No, don't get, I believe he has a lot of these opinions.
1: I don't know why people get so infuriated, and unfortunately, most of the time, I don't even think he really invites it so much, but it ends up being so political, right? I love it. He's got some liberal leanings, oh, right. and I would say an overwhelming majority of RC enthusiasts lean the other direction. I don't get why people argue about shit like that. It's not like he's going to change anyone's mind, and he's not trying to change minds. He's, no. He just likes to you know, put out when there are gross injustices that right. happen. He right. likes to point it out. For which sure. it, I which I think is pretty cool. He's he's a lot more in tune with what's going on in the world than I am. But he gets so much flack from the other side, and it's like, guys, you're spinning your wheels here. Yeah, it, you're not going to turn JQ into a conservative. You're wasting your breath. Uh, and he's get he's getting what he wants. He is. He's he's pissing those guys off. He's sitting back there having some kind of, you know, fancy beer I have a that theory he likes, he's getting and he's got a smile
0: on his face. I have a theory he's getting sales.
1: Well, good for him if he's yeah. able to make that work Dude, for that a marketing strategy. Dude, if that works
0: for sales, holy shit. What's he, that? If that works for sales, holy shit, he should put out a book. How to piss people off and make a million dollars. Right. But, yeah... I, I don't know. I have nothing against the guy. He said some stupid shit in the past, but you know what? Yeah, but big we deal. All
1: he it's it's an opinion. Yes. He we, he likes to give a strong opinion. That's what I like about him. He puts his ass out there and right. and a lot of the times he knows he's you know going to yeah. get railroaded for it.
0: But I can't tell you how many how many days like the past 2 years I look at my Facebook memories and I look and I go, "Oh, and delete something. like, god, I was a fucking moron (laughs) so anyways (laughs) i just thought that was just how dare you crush that perfectly good rc car oh that's just stupid i want to say rob petrick got that too when he did red cats roasting on an open fire (laughs) he um red cat like red cats come out with a really nice trail truck they have Yes, believe it or not. That's surprising. They have one really good trail truck. But, you know, they have... I could import a lot of the same crap Red Cat is and call it the Josier RC truck. And it'd be the same exact thing as some Red Cat RC truck. Well, Rob's stepkid... Rob's stepkid's real dad bought his kid red cat shit and it was shit and it pissed rob off so he put it in the barbecue and lit it all on fire and put it on youtube (laughs) most of us thought it was hilarious but then you got the whiny little bitches oh you could have given that to somebody why you're gonna give somebody a headache i mean come on it's it is what it is it is. Do you have anything else? Should we get into questions?
1: Uh, yeah, I got some random results. Okay, got go for it. Got some random classes spread throughout the Midwest here. Um, unfortunately, I was really hoping that I was going to be able to include Hobby Farm in this. They must not broadcast live. They must end up uploading their results wonder, at a later date or something. Do they do RC be- Scoring Pro, maybe? Mm, I don't no, they don't. It's on Live RC, but I'm looking at their results and their last post is from January twenty fifth.
0: Do me a favor before you click out of it, click view other results, because sometimes it's a glitch that happens sometimes in Live R C.
1: Yep, and that is that is their most up to date right, cool race. Cool. So I'm not gonna cover that, but um I did know that Clayton Went oval racing last weekend, so I just wanted to look at it, but I can't. Anyway, uh, MMR, Friday night racing, January 31st, stock truck. Nice. I, I wonder if stock truck is actually stock truck at MMR again. The last time I raced it, and this is probably three years ago, it was a 17.5 class, but it was open ESC. I believe it's so, still the same. Okay, it's fun. Yeah. By the way, it um, it's kind of a pain in the ass for me anyway to run multiple classes at MMR. You you like to get a lot of laps when you're there, right? Because everybody else is yes too. Because you're trying to learn a track that everybody is racing for the first time. Yep. Anyway, that aside, uh, should come as no surprise to anyone. Emery Starkweather wins just about every stock truck a main race ever since. Tony Casper decided to stop racing. Hmm. He was able to give Emery a run for his money once in a while there. But anyway, Emery takes the win. Paul Bailey in second. Here's a new name to me. Brandon Roman took hmm. third. I do and not know name. And I want to throw an auto- honorable mention out. Sixth place, Otto Machado. That guy's name rocks. Otto.
0: I've, I've been racing with Otto since the early 90s.
1: Otto makes me want to announce an RC race that he's at, because I just want to say his name. Hey,
0: a a little known fact, back in the 90s and early 2000s, Otto was an awesome race announcer. (laughs)
1: Nice. I like it. Yeah.
0: He's he's a really good dude. He's one of the genuinely very nice guys. You know, I'm kind of wondering. So he came back to racing on a heavy budget. I remember he took one of his um, gas trucks. This is long before um, Rona came up with his conversion for the RC10 GT. And he made his own electric conversion for the RC10 GT. Oh, cool. Dude, it was pretty good.
1: Otto Machado. (laughs) That'd be a good uh, mixed martial arts name, too. It would be. All right, moving along. Up to Thunder Road. I like this. Thunder Road has a stock buggy intermediate class. Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah. In the intermediate A main, this was back uh, Saturday, February 1st, a few days ago. Tyrone Jefferson takes the win. Cool. Fritz the Dragon Grim takes second. And the, the theme of tonight's results is cool names. Puff Daddy comes in third. Yeah. I wonder what that guy likes to do. (laughs) That goes right along with at least 60% of all the RC racers I've ever met. Oh, right on, yeah. Saturday, also at the Toy Box, four-wheel drive short course A-Main, Sam Savakul takes first, Father Ben Savakul in second, and Preston Merton, I don't know that name, takes Uh, third. Yep.
0: Yeah, that was There's a really There's somebody good in race. that
1: race named Slideways. Yeah. And then Robert Delaney. That sounds like an actor. I, yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> he sounds like a movie star. It does, but I, I don't uh, think that there are any. Dollar Hobbies. They were racing on Sunday. Yep. Racing on road. Spec 12th scale Brad Sandvig. Made the trip from, where is he from? Is he from Monticello. Fargo or further? Monticello. Oh, wow, I was way off. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of uh, the Andrigs. Yep. The Andrigs are from out here, or out there. Like Grand Forks. Uh, so, so Sandvig finishes first in spec 12. few laps up on Mike Barlow, finishes second. Tim Nafe or Nafee Okay. If he could, If he could clarify what his name is, I will probably continue to... Muffet in the future um, so that was spec twelfth. I, I, I like when that class runs I, I actually I didn't think I was going to but I miss racing that class yep it was fun the The thing that screwed it up for me Joe was getting that second car and having that second car be a, a stock 12th scale I totally agree because to practice with it it was way more fun yep for sure for sure but I never ended up racing it because in the short time that I had a 12th scale, um, I never made it to a race day where that class ran. And I never made it somewhere else in the state that that runs those classes all the time. But uh, hindsight being 2020, I should have held on to a spec 12th. And that way I wouldn't be now thinking about, oh, I really got to get myself a touring car. Because that's, that's right. the, the local thing right now that's working against my nitro buggy plan which I keep flip flopping back and forth at least once a week I'm, I'm going to build a nitro buggy ah, I shouldn't build a nitro buggy yeah but I really want to build one yeah but you probably shouldn't that's the inner dialogue that's happening right now and then in the back back of my brain is this other dude that's like man you really need a touring car to go over to dollar hobbies I'll tell you what if you can
0: build one or the other i suggest you do one or the other while
1: you still can you know what I mean? <laughs> so i think what i'm going to do like i said i've got some stuff um rc related that i can sell off and i think i'm just going to get the nitro buggy
0: kit You're only 3 months away from nitro season
1: yeah i, I still i don't think cuz what i do want to do this time is build it right i want uh, a fresh motor mm-hmm. i'm i'm going to need um a couple uh eh, not a couple I'm going to need one uh new KO servo and you know just and then all the rest of the stuff yep. I'm, I'm gonna have to get a starter box again and batteries to go with it and glow igniters and all that good stuff right so yeah but that's... I'm gonna take my time um not gonna put any of it on a, a credit card or anything like that and Hopefully midsummer when the crane thing's really rolling, then it it won't even be a a concern. You're not you going to finance it through A Main Hobbies. <laughs> I hate, oh man, okay. I don't want to talk bad about stuff like that, but that's ridiculous. If I, you're I want to finance fin- financing RC purchases.
0: I see what company it is. I forget what company it is, but it's like something. You, it, oh man, it sounds like a payday loan. <laughs> I mean, um, it it, it, it doesn't
1: matter it? if it's them or USBC or, you know, whatever big yeah. bank that's raking in 27% oh. on a poor bastard that all he wants is a $300 car that he can't afford. And you can't blame him because, no. of course, you want that stuff. It's RC. It's cool.
0: The The company that finances through A-Main Hobbies is called Affirm. Yeah. That huh? sounds like 50% interest to me.
1: Yeah, firm kick in the ass. Yeah. So back to Dollar Hobbies, VTA A-Main. There's a couple um, regulars there that are trying to revive VTA. And I, I say good for these guys, too, because uh, Mitch Welch takes the win. I, I think he still works. Yeah, he still works there. Yes. So Mitchell Welch takes the A-Main victory. Tyrone Jefferson finishes second. And TJ Barnes finishes third. Looks like those two were right on top of each other in the race. Cool. Um, but i that's a good class to have. It is. N- not everybody needs to be racing sedan.
0: What happened with VTA was too many classes between it happened. Because back in the day, you used to have VTA, and then your next jump was stock sedan. Now you have VTA you have some places USGT, some places fixed timing stock and then 175 super stock. I mean, that's way too many. Right. And I have two VTA cars sitting up here for the kids that don't get used. So, anyways, any more results?
1: Uh yeah, why don't why don't we do the we'll let the fast guys have their day in the sun so uh stock touring car fixed timing 17.5 aiming jeff choban takes the win there the ultimate i mean he is like the awesome attics, i want to say pr guy anytime yes. anybody has some negative to say about awesome attics, boom jeff choban's on it and he's not even a team driver no he's just a Just an awesome dude spreading good information. So, uh, Kendall Welch takes second in that one. Anthony Swift takes third. And out of those three guys, none of them finished where they qualified. So, there was some action in that race.
0: I believe the YouTube camera's back up.
1: Yeah, I got to... (laughs) It's. I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't waste a lot of time in my days, but... I don't know if I can sit there and watch on-road races off of YouTube. I, I
0: can watch one. Like, if, <laughs> if you look at the results and it looked good, I'll go and watch the one. But I will not go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> so,
1: anyway. Yeah, it looked like a fun day, though. I mean, uh, Bruce Collins was there, Joey Carlson, Eric Swanson, yeah. Dan Oliveras, Sean Garrett. So... Like they were having some guy. fun over at Dollar Hobbies,
0: dude. I'm looking at this MBX8 that I'm gonna sell, but I don't want to sell it. It's too sexy.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't even handle that great.
0: It does. Not, I figured it out, <laughs> and I'm still gonna sell I, it.
1: I, I don't. I would like to see video proof of you figuring it out because I don't ever remember you looking all that great with that buggy.
0: It was the very last round of the MNRC
1: in 2018. Okay, I I will step down then because I I wasn't there. Yep, that's the
0: only time. Well, that was, ah, I did a whole bunch to it to try to figure it out, and then I figured out something with the diffs, and the rear end column down, and it was just
1: awesome. Sure. That thing was a pain in the balls for team drivers at first, huh? Yep, but
0: this thing's got so much trick shit on it. titanium (laughs) tie rods it's got the josh ford engine mount
1: it's got i remember i was so i was so jealous of everybody getting that car i was i was still delivering downtown minneapolis at the time and um oh crap i'm having a brain fart no rob logan so i i randomly saw rob logan he was downtown too doing something for his job bumped into him he didn't recognize me so i just i introduced myself and we started talking about the upcoming mnrc season and he said he was you know he just got his mbx8 and was gonna put it together that night and i was like oh my gosh i'm so freaking jealous i want to build one and go to omaha and blah 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 of course you know of course i never did it but yeah yeah but i do remember that time
0: anywho i don't know how much do you think a used buggies worth? It's got a brand new chassis and brand new rear CVAs. I'm
1: the I'm the worst person to talk to about that because so I. I just I I list my stuff so low that I don't even have to bother with asinine dickhead low ballers. Right, right. People just see the price and they're like, "Whoa, okay, I'm gonna buy that," and it's hassle free for me and. Yeah, I just, I really don't want to sit there and go back and forth on Facebook Messenger. Even worse than that is when you go back and forth on your rctech.net post. I think rctech.net's dead. No, there's, their for sale thread is is still off the hook. Okay, locally.
0: No, nationally. No, I know, I'm saying the locally it's dead
1: Oh yeah, I don't. I don't want to buy anybody's stuff locally anyway. Yeah, but I'm saying I, even. I'm, I'm like, not into that. I I really don't want somebody around here, to buy the stuff that I used to own. I want to, delete that Facebook message <laughs> and never hear from that person again. Right, right.
0: No, you know I don't mind, and that would probably be something. It's like if I sold it locally, it's like here's the deal. If I sell it to you this is the way it's gonna be. I'll help you as much as I can, but I don't want to hear you every five seconds.
1: yeah, exactly. I and another story to go along with you know the way I sell versus the way a lot of people sell, I sold one of my 22 4.0s TLR two-wheel drive car mm-hmm. for like a hundred and twenty five bucks like a year ago right And I just saw Chris Martin. I don't know if he sold it for 250, but I know he listed it for 250 mm. and I was like, "Damn, dude. Short-changing myself." Yeah. But when you when you want that money right then and there and you don't care you know about what See. kind of hit you're taking on that quote-unquote investment, yeah. you just want to build some money up to buy that next thing. That's what I do. I just want to get rid of my shit and buy the next thing.
0: See, yeah, like I said, It's like, I just want to sell this for the cost of an Airbnb and maybe some entry fee. Yeah. So, anyway, should we get into questions? Let's do it. All right. Gallery. All right. Conrad Bizey, what makes a race worth traveling to? What do you think?
1: (laughs) I've never left Minnesota for a race. I don't know, Conrad. I uh, I don't really care if it's a big race or not. Oh, that's not true because I've I've been out to OCRC and yeah, um, in a you know non RC related trip, but that's what does it for me is I want to go drive on certain tracks. I guess I went to RC tracks of Las Vegas too. Yeah, and um, I mean that was cool. Like three months later, they had a Worlds. After that, and okay. yeah, I thought that was pretty neat. I, I, I just, I want nothing to do with the giant races, and when I say giant races, I'm talking about the, the 300 plus entries. Yeah,
0: that sucks. I, yeah, I, I never want to go to the like SIC or the one coming DNC, the one coming up this weekend. I mean, I get it. A lot of people like that. I don't. Yep. If i yeah, it's, the-
1: it's not for everybody, right? No. It's definitely not for me. I I'd like to go to like Hawaii or something like that and run an RC car race, but then also give yourself a couple days to do something else other than just be at the track all weekend. But you know, Conrad is is full gas, hundred yeah. percent RC, committed, passionate. He's the type of dude that is going to have a good time a good experience going to a bigger race. I guess, um, I don't know. I, I would, I, I think the Southern nationals is the coolest race. The Southern nationals always has what looks like to me, the coolest track, big, huge rolling features. The track doesn't break down terribly. Mm -hmm. So it holds its form. It's not like a rough, nasty ass race. I, I don't know. I've, If I was ever going to spend a bunch of money to do an eighth scale travel race, it would be Southern Nationals.
0: Well, what I want to look for is my value. How much track time am I going to get? Can I drive there or do I have to fly? Am I going to go there and get the shit kicked out of me or is there some racing in, in the middle of the pack for me? That type of thing. Um, I don't want it to be totally dead. I don't want to spend a week there. I, you know, I like to do. At most, I want to do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. At most, right. So yeah, it's tough, man. I mean, Aurora Nationals. You're spending the whole week there if you go to Aurora National, but they cap the entries at three hundred
1: or around there. Sure. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I like to travel and practice, to be honest with you. I I really enjoyed, when I was making an East Coast swing, if I could stop in and drive at either Leisure Hours Raceway down in Joliet, Illinois, or not too far up the road from there at um, uh, Brookfield, Wisconsin, Trackside. Yeah. I loved stopping at those places to run laps. And then you get to, the cool part then too was like, I was bumping into Cole Tollard and his dad and, yeah. you know, those guys will give anybody, namely me, a nobody the time of day and chit chat and talk about RC. That was, that was probably one of my favorite RC days actually. It was just practice laps at trackside. That is awesome.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know what Conrad value. What's the value to you? That's what you should be looking at. What's your Red. goals? If you go to a race and you know you're going to smoke everybody, but it costs you 1000 bucks to go there, I don't think it's worth it.
1: Right. Go to Southern Nationals, Conrad. Come on. Yeah. Live live my RC dream for me cuz I ain't going to do it. hasn't been
0: racing any 10 scale this winter?
1: He's got Oh them. no, he didn't. Sorry, go ahead. I was just he hasn't been running that four wheel drive anywhere, huh?
0: No, not that I've seen.
1: Oh no, but... good for him. He's he's focused. I mean he's he's turning himself into a great eight scale driver. So Right, right. But uh, he's still a wild mofo out there with the with a mod wheeler. He is. Yeah.
0: Oh, sorry I'm yawning. I got you know I got beat up before the podcast. You know what I started <laughs> okay. doing? That's actually, re. It feels really nice. Hot yoga. What's that?
1: Ooh, yeah. It's actually not bad. It's it's. God, weird. I bet you smell great coming back from oh, that. It's terrible. Oh yeah, I bet your horrific. car is just plethora of lovely aromas. It's not good, but uh, <laughs> it, it's,
0: it's. Can you weird. smell
1: the people next to you? No. During hot yoga. No
0: okay but it's it's weird doing something that's physically good for myself that actually feels good everything, sure. everything else I do hurts
1: I should try one at at lifetime because then I can go right to the shower yeah that's not a bad plan
0: um this question came in private messenger so I'm not gonna say the name um, he goes why is? 510 Club Racing Attendance Non-Existent. All right. Um, do you want to get into this at all, or should I get into this?
1: Yeah, there, I mean, there's there's a few reasons. Um, this started happening a couple years ago when Thunder Road showed up. Yep. Thunder Road, and then it kind of it leveled out for a while. Mm-hmm. And my opinion on that is for the longest time, in my opinion, I didn't like the tracks that Thunder Road was putting out visually. Yep. Now, I will say I never went there and drove one, mm-hmm. so I don't have that kind of opinion. Mm-hmm. But just looking at it, it didn't make me want to go racing. Also from things I've heard, it it raced how it looked. <laughs> and now, now they look like they're hitting on all cylinders. Right. It, it looks like a hoot. To go drive there right now. So they've got that to deal with. Another one is. A bunch of local racers. Decided to do some other stuff this year. And that kind of cut. The heart. Out of the racer base there. Yeah. And Chris is Chris is having to. Kind of replenish. You know that base group of people. And he's getting it done too. He's, he's bringing in. He's brought in a lot of sportsman drivers.
0: Yes, he has.
1: And he's and a lot of those sportsman drivers are getting hooked and converting themselves into more than a sportsman driver. So those people are now in turn gonna be able to turn around and get people into the sport too. So I'm hoping I'm hoping that the, the downward trend is gonna tick back up for those guys. And I do know that some of the people that haven't been racing there this year Yep. are going racing this weekend. They are, yes. Uh, which is super cool. It is super cool. I'm glad to hear it. Me too. Um, And maybe, just maybe, if some of those people go and they have a good time, more people are going to follow. There is there's a lot of follow the leader in our little is. region of RC, don't you think?
0: Well, and there's also what I do. I go to a different track Every week, because I try to support the people I want to support.
1: Yeah, that that's means, tough to do,
0: man. It, yeah, it means going to a different track every week. It really does. I mean, two weeks ago, I was at Dollar.
1: Yeah. When are you going to go run Thunder Road? It's time-wise, no way. Dude, you, you got to do it while that layout is still there. When? When? You know what I mean? I don't mean? know. Um i don't know i don't know when i have time you're the one you're the one that actually races joe i i gotta live through you yeah
0: but i gotta race at the toy box and i gotta race at 510 and i have to race a dollar yeah no doubt but uh, you know there might be a week open for thunder road but you know on that week i might have something to do with the kids
1: yep or yep jujitsu yeah, I
0: have a jiu-jitsu tournament coming up March fourteenth, and therefore I'm gonna be missing another damn trophy race at the five ten. Unfortunately, <laughs> oh I, bummer! I'm so sad about it, cause Chris, like everybody else, deserves my entry fee money.
1: But I guess yeah, this this should be. His, I I would guess that this is gonna be the biggest one so far.
0: It will be of,
1: of the year because he's got, like I said, all of those people that he's converted and, you know, some of them are still driving sportsmen. Some of them have graduated into other yep. classes. You've got the Hins clan. Right. They've been coming out this year and supporting the five ten. Yeah, And then with an influx of, you know, some, uh, Seth won't be there. Cause Seth will be racing DNC is this weekend, right? Correct. Yeah. So Seth will be out West at the dirt nitro challenge. That's going to be fun to follow. Mm-hmm. They have been making some improvements to his car as of late. Sounds like everything's going really well there.
0: Oh, you know, it does, so. yes. But But uh, also, though, you know, I just lost my train of thought. Dang
1: it. Yeah, me too. Dang it. It's about that time. I hate when that happens. <laughs> but, yeah, anyways, oh, about the. Finish- I don't even remember where this, what was the question
0: oh, uh, <laughs> again? Why 510 doesn't have club oh, racing?
1: I, I never got to finish my point. Uh, some of it is location. It is. Okay. It, it is. And for me, it's tough. Now that I live down here, the toy box is a lot, lot closer than 510. It is actually, you know, half the distance. Mm-hmm. That I was traveling for the five ten last year. That's okay. it's tough to make up. This is my first winter of um, working working construction and having that be you know kind of a seasonal gig. Mm-hmm. And so I got to yep. make some different decisions.
0: Also, though, part of me wants to instead of go to Thunder Road. Part of me wants to skip Jiu Jitsu on a Friday and race at MMR on a Friday night.
1: Oh heck yeah, MMR is a good time. I. And, you know, I'm not close to any of those guys, but when I go, I usually go to the local Applebee's after. And, you know, I like to talk trash with the boys. And I like to pick Andrew's brain on RC racing from the past and all kinds of stuff yeah. like that. He's actually a, a great guy to sit down, have a beer with, and, and just he talk is. about RC in general.
0: He is. And like I said, though, I mean... It just sucks. Right now, we have an oversaturation of very good tracks. Yeah, I know. Back in the past when we had oversaturation, we could look at three of the four tracks and go, oh, those are shit. We're all going to this one. Yeah. None of the tracks are shit anymore. Um, one, one other thing, Chris Martin put a post uh, in the RC Racing Group. About what we should, he's talking about just for the summer, not permanently, what he should do for surface this summer. So, I don't know, I have a feeling no matter what he does, he can be pretty successful. I mean, he has that ability to open up that dock door, it almost makes it feel like outdoor, almost. I don't know. Um, yep. A couple more questions. Yeah. I think it's just oversaturation. Ch-ch-ch-ch. Greg Newson, tires. Clay is new to me. Will you explain the steps you take to a new pair of tires and foams until putting them on the track? Oh, no. Can I do a quick?
1: Yeah, please do. I hate having to talk about clay tires. It's such a pain in the balls.
0: So what I've been doing is when I'm waiting for my kids to get... I pick my kids up from school because a bus takes way too long. While I'm waiting for them, I punch my foams out. I put two holes in each flute. And that softens them up greatly. I do not drill my tires, but therefore it takes me longer to run them in. Some people drill their tires, you know, they put a drill down on a deal and they put a file to them and drill them. I'm not to that point. I may get to that point one day, but I'm not to that point. I can run the car four or five times and be okay.
1: Are the fast guys just using files now? They're not using towels anymore?
0: Yeah, they're just using a big... Flat
1: paddle with sandpaper okay. on it, so they're not they're not getting the tires super hot and soaking and sauce in and I don't know if stuff doing like that, that anymore. From what I've seen, it's just a drill
0: in the, the paddle, but they could oh, be doing other okay. things at home. I don't know. It's a stupid, stupid game, but I get it because yeah, it takes, it's... it takes so long to break in a pair of clay tires, but punching the foams definitely helps. And on the front tires. On the rear tires, you do two holes in each flute. On the front tire, you do one hole every other flute. Um, And then last one from Craig Stern. Would love to talk to you about the oval guys running at MMR. Hmm. I don't know if he's asking to be on the show or for us to go through results
1: well I can definitely look at that
0: um, you got
1: anything else to talk about in the meantime
0: not really
1: except
0: uh, <laughs> I'm exhausted and hopefully my well, we frustration did we did, we
1: did mention the the racing in general it's I believe it's every other Sunday um, it's Mcor right minute right yeah well, minus Minnesota championship oval I think that's right. Yeah. Um, look up Adam Radiski. he'll he'll point you in the right direction for for information on that kind of stuff for the people that are interested. And uh, we'll we'll take a look at the results in the future. I, I can't get, I definitely can't do every class, every track. Uh, that's boring. I know people like to hear their name. People like to be proud of their kids and their accomplishments and all that, but, you know, we also need people to not fall asleep while listening to the show or while recording it.
0: Correct. Correct. Um, before we sign off one more quick thing, I did get my MMA podcast going. It's called cauliflower ear. Ugh. Oh, I got a good one going. I had to drain it. You are
1: such a weird guy, Joe. Dude. I had, to, I had to
0: drain it on Sunday. Oh, God. Because it was folded over like a Dumbo ear. I,
1: I, I just, I don't, ugh. But,
0: yeah, find it on, I. you know, find it on Facebook first because iTunes and that, when you search it, it doesn't show up immediately because it's brand new. It takes a couple months for it to show up. So I post all the links on the Facebook page and on my Facebook page. Uh, check it out. Start with episode two. Episode
1: one sucked.
0: <laughs> so yeah, check that out.
1: If you're getting into it, folks, wear ear protection.
0: Or don't be a dummy. I, you know what it's from? It's from posting with the side of my head. I shouldn't post with the side of my head. That's what. Yeah, is. but
1: you you wanted cauliflower ear though. That's what I'm getting at. You're a weird guy.
0: I didn't want it. I'm just
1: yeah, you kind
0: of did. I'm not against it. Okay, so I'm against having my ears flap over, and that's why I drain this one. <laughs> okay. But, see, when when your ears get cauliflower, what happens is that becomes rock hard. And what you can do is you can do the old Randy Couture. When you're grappling with somebody and you're head-to-head level, you can jam that ear into their eye. <laughs> And what that does, that manipulates which way their head is turning, that manipulates their spine, and then you can do whatever the f- hell you want with them. Hmm. It's weird. It's cheap, but it's not against the rules. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> that should be it for tonight. Um, I'm Joe Jr., and with me was Ryan Greening, and we've ran out of talent.